Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. In philosophical terms, the problem that arises from our text right from the outset is what's commonly known as the problem of evil. How in the world, if God is in fact omnipotent, that is all-powerful, but also simultaneously omnibenevolent, that is all-loving, how in the world with an all-powerful and all-loving God could suffering exist? This is one of the big gotcha questions that is asked rhetorically by enemies of God, by the agnostic, by the atheist, in an attempt to corner Christians and make them look foolish. But the Bible provides for us a simple answer. With a God who is all-powerful, And a God who is also all-loving. Why does sin and suffering and even death exist? For His glory. For His glory. It's about Him. It's not about us. It's about Him. And for whatever reason, God has determined to garnish eternal glory for his namesake, not only by being good to his people, but also at times, not merely allowing, but ordaining tragedy. Remember the disciples when they come upon the man who is blind, and they ask Jesus, Rabbi, whose sin made this man born blind? His or his parents? Jesus answers, neither. But this man was born blind so that God's glory might be revealed. Exodus chapter 4, verse 11. Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes him dumb or deaf or seen or blind? Is it not I the Lord. Job 42.2, I know that you can do all things and no purpose of yours can be thwarted. If God wants it, he has it. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. The free will of man does not ever pose a threat to the will of God. Amos chapter 3 verse 6 is a trumpet blown in a city and the people are not afraid does disaster come to a city unless the Lord allows it has done it does a disaster come to a city does a hurricane come to a state Unless the Lord, some translations say, has caused it. 
He does it. He plans it. He ordains it. And none of this undermines his love. And none of this undermines his power. All of it speaks to his glory and his infinite wisdom, his multifaceted wisdom. The secret things belong to the Lord. We don't know. There are certain things that we simply don't know. We do not have specific answers to some of the tragedies we experience in this life. But we have been given in Scripture a general answer. And the general answer is that God ordains both good and bad for His good, wise, and holy purposes. He does so for His glory. That God does this not only in temporal sufferings in this life, but He even does so for the same principle, the same overarching reason when it comes to our eternal salvation or damnation. He has mercy on whom He will have mercy, and He hardens whom He will harden. What will you say then, O man? That God is unjust? But who are you, O man, to talk back to God? Has not the potter the right to make from the same lump of clay some for honorable use and some vessels for dishonorable use? The clay has no right to say to the potter, why did you make me like this? This is the answer of Scripture. I'm not claiming that it's an answer that we like. I'm not claiming that it's the answer that we were hoping for. But it is the answer God provides. And all I know from the little bit of life that I've lived so far under the sun is that I've lived just long enough to see Enough tragedies ordained by God, but then later redeemed by Him so magnificently that I believe that God is allowing all tragedy to magnify His glory in eternity. Wait, 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 wait. Hold it. Big announcement. A scary announcement. A threat, but also a promise. The price of our conference, the post-millennial and theonomy conference, it's going up. It's going up right after Reformation Day. We are going to hold the price at $100, which is super cheap for a three-day conference with Dr. James White, Dr. Joseph Boot, Dr. Gary DeMar, and the guy who's not a doctor, so we'll say Pastor Joel Webbin. We've got a great conference, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Georgetown, Texas, just north of Austin for 100 bucks, super cheap, but we can't hold that price forever. So if you want to get into that price, you got to get in now, right after Reformation Day, not Halloween, Reformation Day, October 31st. That's the last day that you can get in this conference, register at the price of 100 bucks. After that, starting November 1st, it's going to be 130 So go to rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com, and register today. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick. 
Before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.